Hey everyone and welcome to another episode of Great People TV. Before we start, I want to wish all my fellow Muslim friends and colleagues and to anyone who is celebrating Islamic Mokwasa and hope you have a great and fulfilling Ramadan. Ramadan is a month of sacrifice and just feeling what people who are not so lucky to feel what we feel. And that's what fasting is all about. Every year, my friends from around the world always ask about fundamentals of Ramadan. And I always explain it's about you know, giving back to those people who need it and feeling how they feel. But today, we're not going to be talking about Ramadan. We're going to be talking about a very special woman, Vicky Esther, who has just joined us on Great People TV today. Vicky, very short sentence and explanation. He's an entrepreneur. She's based in Singapore. She's done so many wonderful things in various industries. But tonight, we're not talking so much about her entrepreneurship journey. We're talking about her new book as an author, Candle in the Wind. So, Vicky, it's got a very nice catchphrase. Well, before I go there, hello, how are you? Hi, Ben, and welcome you and all your wonderful audience to Singapore. Fantastic. Look, Vicky, just I know you don't want to talk so much about yourself and you want to focus on the book, but can you just tell us in a short sentence, who is Vicky Esther? I know that you are an entrepreneur and during the pandemic, you set up your own podcast and you reached out to me and you reached out to other people around the world to try to find out about what was going on in their part of the world in terms of how they were managing the pandemic. And I thought that was fantastic that you were a stranger to them. You just reached out. You were a stranger to me. And now you're my friend. You reached out to me and said, hey, Ben, I like what you do. I like how you speak. Can you come on my podcast and speak? And that's how our relationship started. But tell us a bit more about Vicky Esther. Number one, I consider myself an educator. I've been teaching, lecturing, business entrepreneurship for a long time and myself an entrepreneur. And now I am a podcaster, a writer, and a shout out to my own podcast, Shameless Publicity. But I think people should not forget the pandemic, all the people who died and all the people who suffered. We should learn from it. Go down to my web, go down to my YouTube, talk about life, and then you can see my 20 to 30 interviews of people during the 2020 lockdown all over the world and how people were living during those very strange times. Thank you, Ben for being my friend and for this special occasion. No, it was a pleasure. It's really funny that you don't know someone, but you can just connect someone, connect to someone. And the pandemic showed us that you can become friends with someone across the ocean just because you have similar chemistry and similar goals and objectives. There's a saying in my industry, when you know someone is good and they've got the values and the work ethic to achieve great things, they just have that. And that's, you can't, there's no scientific formula for that. Okay, thanks for explaining to us and I mean, telling our audience of who you are. And you are a great person and that's why you're here. But tell us about this great book that you've written, The Motivation. What's the book all about? What was the motivation to write it? How long did it take to do it? And all of the above. First of all, thank you, Ben. You are this top master of ceremony. I am so honored to be here. This is my book, Candle in the Wind. Dreams of a Daughter is written over three years. In fact, it's over a five-year period after my mom passed. Kendall and Wynn is about her struggle. And they are real dreams of a daughter. And during these three to five years that I communicate with her through the dreams, is all this wordless communication between her and myself. And it, it's a kind of communication. It's not so much spiritual. It's just very personal. A lot of unspoken messages that is between her and myself. It's a journey that I've been through the last three to five years and I wrote to her on the seventh year during 2020. I got it published 
as a tribute is in memory of my mother. It talks about love, grief, uh, the journey out of grief and reconciliation. And during those times when my mom was alive, we did not have a wonderful mother-daughter relationship. There was a lot of tension. There were unspoken tension, unspoken strife, a lot of things that we did not want to compromise. And I don't and the reason why I think people should pick up a book like this because it reminds us when we are living, we need to do a lot of reconciliations. One of the things I want to talk about in this book, I'll bend it is a lot about death and they are real. And some of these episodes I wrote about beyond the trees were her last breath. And I wrote in a few chapters about how I'd witnessed my mom having this last breath and breathing on earth. And if you all know, all of us, regardless of nationality, color, whichever country you are, you're a good person, you're a bad person, you will always only have one last breath before you say goodbye on this journey. And I want people to really think, not because they should buy my book, but really just think through that when the candle goes off, that's the end of her life and you can never turn it back. And it really motivated me to write about her after she left. Immediately, everything that come on. So it is written in the language of stream of consciousness. It was almost like a text on my handphone. Everything that came to memory. And as I wake up in the morning, the dreams that she communicates it to me, I wrote it down. But the real episode is her last breath that I witnessed and also the road to Richard. It's a little bit restricted for kids. We know it's really for adults because I witnessed my mom taking her last breath and me asking the doctor, do you have the last hour with her? I cuddled her. There, there wasn't anybody around in the hospital. I cuddled her. I told her enough. She's already gone, of course, just gone to heaven. But it's something that you want to tell someone who has already left because the words are just endless. And I think a lot of us forget to say I love you and to show that kind of loving concern when we are alive. So I hope this kind of, even with, with the interview with Yuki, wakes everyone, tell the loved ones that you love them, that you mean something to them, and you want to share that every moment of journey with them as much as you can. Of course, sometimes you can't because you don't live together, right? But in the other part of the book, Ben, I hope to also share with you, with the audience, is how I witnessed my mom being wrapped up in a broken bag. I don't think seeing my grand uncle, my grand aunt, Ali, you know, in the mortuary before, but I've never witnessed someone being zipped up. Imagine she's my mom. I, because the nurses came in, they said they needed to change her out of her hospital clothes. And I said, could you please let me do that? Because I know how it's done as a daughter and I know how she wants it done. I changed it out of her hospital clothes. I put on her full clothes. And then she says, it's time for us to tie her toes. So this is the episode. And it's just a few words, but that episode is going to be imprinted on you for the rest of your life. And then they put her into the bag and then you see her being sipped up. It's a real book that I think adults should read because then you have this encounter between life and death. It's that thin line and that thin line is your final breath. I say it again and again and I want to tell everyone, we only have that one last breath. How are you going to live that breath? 
do you gonna are, are you gonna think to if you're gonna be on that bed one day all of us gonna be lying on that bed on the floor one day hopefully not on the floor on the bed i'm gonna have that flashback of memories that is lovely beautiful sweet and then we can say hey it was a life well lived i'm ready to go and i'm ready to say goodbye and start a new journey elsewhere so i hope that my conversation with you and Ben it's a it's a mouthful there's so much of me wanting to tell the world you've only got this last breath and then that speed of a second sets you apart from your journey on earth and that your journey to wherever you're supposed to send off there so being a daughter being a mom being a father being a child i think and particularly i wrote it during the pandemic it everything becomes so real. The life was just right. Ben, I hope this is not too much for you and your audience. It's, it's, I'll be honest with you, Vicky. It's a little bit different. We've had tons of authors before who've come on the show to talk about ADHD, entrepreneurship, leadership, depression, and all of the above. But what your book represents is, it's got a very catchy title. It sounds Elton John song to a certain degree, but it's a very personal connection. And I think I haven't read the book and I would like to read the book, but there's a very deep connection here between what's this, what your words represent and also what someone has to go through because the good old saying, we all don't live forever. And my mother always says all the time, yes, I know you appreciate me when I'm here, but you'll really miss when I'm gone. And I said, I always say, wow, why are you talking like that? It's so negative. It's so this, that, and the other, but like you said, once you experience it, it's you correct me if I'm wrong, and if I'm explaining it incorrectly, and I do apologize if I am, is that you just feel this loss. And I think this book has helped you and will probably help other people find that connection of balance. That uh, in some ways, yes. It's an outlet of uh, outpouring of what was on my mind. I think it's on a subconscious level because we look at the back of my book. I wrote it through my stream of consciousness. The things that came to my mind and also the dreams, the three, in fact, it's almost five years because the first three years was like very intensive views. She was communicating with me non-verbal sense. And then the next two years, it was less frequent, but the messages are there. It's nothing spiritual, whichever faith, it doesn't matter because we all go through this. But when you look at life and it's being encapsulated in one breath, it doesn't matter what you struggle. It doesn't matter if you are black, you're white, you're brown, you're yellow. It doesn't matter if you're rich or you're poor. Because at the end, all of us we are reduced to ashes and the dust and we all return to the crowd. And I think that if, if we remember that baseline, that denomination that is the same for everyone, I think we are able to show so much love, tolerance, so much more understanding to another human being who looks different from you. They are going through their struggle themselves. It could be grief, it could be relationship, it could be reconciliation, but family issues, particularly here, if I'm talking, my relationship with my mom and then my relationship with my family, I think it happens across the world, everywhere, it's regardless of geography. Or color, a lot of family issues. Yeah, no, no, I, I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah, Vicky, you've explained the book so well. I mean, there's nothing more to be told about this book. It's just about a personal connection, how you lost your a, a very someone very dear to you, and 
that's hard when people when we look we will oh, it's hard. unfortunately yeah. we will all lose someone special in our life i won't go about my experiences but i was some very close people in my life family for some and it hurts it hurts and it stings for a long time and some do get you do it learn to accept it but you don't let it really learn to get over it so that's the hard part and i think what you've shown our audience today is that this book has really helped you get that candle in the wind like we really give you some direction but Maybe just, and again, I mean, can't wait to read it. To all our audience, please pick up this book because a lot of our audience at Great People TV, they're very much, I always say this, with their the LinkedIn market. So the LinkedIn market, people are very hardworking, very driven, very ambitious. They want position title. They want better salaries, not just for them, but for their families. But at one point, you stop and you say, oh my God, why did I work so hard for? What did I, ha- what did I just do? I worked so hard that I didn't get to see my mom. I didn't get to see my children. I didn't get to see my wife or my loved one and all that. And one day they just got because of some simple, cruel twist of faith. And that's just life. That's the hard part of life. So I feel you. I, I feel I, I'm tearing up a bit, even though I'm not showing it really? on screen. But I'm just, yeah, I just feel it. But maybe Vicky, what people, what our audience need to do is pick up this book and read it. So where can because you're in Singapore and most of our audience are predominantly Malaysian, some Australian, some Singaporean, but predominantly Malaysian, where can they find out how to purchase? They can find it on Amazon.com. It's printed in America. It's going to be sent to you through shipment. Candle and Wind Dreams of a Daughter by Myself, Vicky Esther Chang. Mother set offline. We're writing career right now, so I want to thank her in heaven. Thank you so much, Ben, Yeah, for this occasion. It's written in poetry, actually. Written in poetry. Okay, great. Well, the our market, most of our viewers are quite the people who do pick up a book and who do like to read. And for those of you who haven't, are not reader buffs. I'm not a strong reader myself. I'm just okay. Do do pick up something like this. It's not a. We always find. I mean, we typical Asian. We always buy books about MBA and yeah. health <laughs> and leadership and all that, which is yeah. fantastic. We we want to improve ourselves, but sometimes we need to take a step back. Yeah. And when we do go through grief, I mean, it's best that. You hear about it in a very truthful, honest way with someone like Vicky, who is definitely not old, but someone who has and and but someone who has a lot of has some experience to share. So, Vicky, just in conclusion, in, in this episode, can you just pick up the book? Maybe read us a paragraph or two. That's a, a chapter that not the whole oh. chapter, of course, but yeah, yeah like I read maybe the... one part of the book that really resonates with you and could resonate with our audience and. I think that's a teaser for them to really purchase the book and read more. Okay, I wrote a lot of poetry. I wrote a lot of poetry. Yeah, I'm going to write uh, a couple of verses. Okay, there are a lot of poetry that I think will reach out. Written poetry that people really cry to you. Thank you. Okay, this particular poem. You can see it. Yeah, what, page, what, what page is that? Okay, for this first edition is page 20. It's called The Window. Now, a little bit of context to people who study in literature for a poet to write a poetry, it must be a context. So this is when I was living in France. In fact, this whole book was written when I was in France. It was published, launched in France and in Singapore. Uh, yeah, it been Amazon. So I wrote this, the context of this poet, but not the other theory one is going to tear everyone down, but this is called The Window. So when I was in France, I miss Singapore so much. But the last two years of her life, she was actually, I wasn't able to come back to spend a lot of time with her. So I actually Googled 
the street. And I went into the Google street and looked up at a window where she used to live. And of course, she's a little bit passed off. But the Google captured the window and the curtains when she was alive. So I'm going to read this. So when Just a couple of sentences. Yeah, that'd be great. The window. It is as though she will still walk out. That she will lift those blue curtains like she always did. And peer through the window, looking out, wishing that she could get out. The window, those blue curtains, still in the Google map. She would still have been behind those blue curtains in the Google map. The window. Many times I searched through the map, still hoping to find perhaps her face, a hand, or her hair behind those blue curtains. The window. Many nights I drove and looked up, hoping to get a peek. Maybe she's still there. Hoping she will walk out to wave to say those blue curtains are still thin in the Google Map. So just a few verses, but the rest of it, the readers can read. Yeah, no, it seems very powerful, very impactful. It's deep, sounds very deep, Vicky, if I'm being very honest, but I think I think this, this kind of book, not a fairy tale, it's reality and what you've experienced. So, uh, Vicky, anything else that you, that you would like to add before... Uh, we follow the night. Last sentence, a uh, last remark I'd like to make a bend uh, to you and the wonderful audience. I think reconciliation is so important. Reconciliation before anyone passes. A sorry, I love you, thanks to you. I think those are simple but very powerful words to someone who means so much to you. And sometimes we can, we can be kinder to a stranger than to someone close to him speak about that. So I hope that this helps everyone as a reminder in a wonderful uh, interview with you today. And I just want to thank you so much for giving me an opportunity to share that we must not forget reconciliation, yeah, love, and to say I'm sorry, and to say overall to mean something. No problem, Vicky. Look, anytime, I mean, your friend, you did, like I said, even though you didn't know me, I want to just tell our audience a little bit about you. Even though you didn't know me, during the pandemic you reached out to me and said, let's connect, let's set up this. I was a guest on Vicky's podcast and we just went from there. And so when you told me the other day, I, I, can you help me promote my book? I said, sure, no problem. It was just about finding the right time and the right avenue and all of the above. So you don't need to thank me, my friend. You, you helped me a lot as well. And I think for the rest of our lives, if we can help each other as much as we can, that's what friendship is all about. So... I really am sorry that you had to go through that loss. I would I would really look forward to reading your book because I have experienced that kind of loss before. And it's just not every day I am on Facebook, I am on Instagram, I'm on social media, and there's a connection of mine who has who you know, who says in which in which means in Islam in Islam that someone has passed away, Al Fatiha, someone has passed away. My non Muslim friends saying, Oh, my grandfather and my grandmother has left us, my mother has left us. 
my father has left us, my sister has left us, and so forth. So it's very sad, actually. And it's hard. I find it hard to reach out to them because they must be hearing the same word condolences about 50, 100 million times. And some people don't want to hear those word, that word mm-hmm. condolence. But I'm here for you. Some people just need me to be left alone. That's my style of doing. I will. I'll usually do the more quiet approach and give them time and space. So, I'm sure you've gone through all the emotions, and I'm sure it's all in the book. And I really, really, really look forward to reading it. So, everyone, you know, get on that website that Vicky just mentioned. Purchase the book. Not very expensive. It's a good read. Very poetic as well, but very deep. I'm sure there's an instant connection right there, and it'll probably improve your English or your written English at the same time. So, tribute to my long. It's a tribute to her so that she doesn't just disappear from the face of the earth. Yeah, I think your mom represents all moms. Yeah, I mean, everyone. The love and the love and the hard work that they put into their children and also, and in your case, your mom left, but I'm sure she's in a good place and I'm sure she's always looking after you because your positivity, I must admit, Vicky, is magnificent and not many people can do that. So everyone, just to finish up the show, thank you, Vicky, for coming onto our show. Great People TV. Bye, everyone. We are now very active because of our new technology and our new platforms provided by Borneo Digital, who is a great supporter of Great People TV. We are now live on LinkedIn. We are now live on YouTube. Or as usual, we are live on Facebook. And we, what we do every week, we cut sound bites out of these interviews and we put it on Instagram. We put it on our social media platform so that you will get the best inspirational quotes and words from our speakers just like Vicky. Please continue to support Great Pill TV by cre- pressing follow and subscribe and just to share it as well. We're very much a newbie, even though we've been around it for 18 months, but like all things, we're just going to keep working hard to give people the best. And tonight, we have definitely given the best to our audience by giving our Great People TV audience, Vicky Esther. So Vicky, you take care, stay in touch, and I'll speak to you very soon, yeah? Take care. Take care, everyone. Have a great night.